Welcome to Movie Central. Um, Movie Central is a part of the Screeching Dog Network, which you can find at screechingdog.com. Um, you can also find us on Twitter, um, at Screeching Dog, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash screechingdog. Um, this show, as you already know from the first show, uh, we talk about a specific uh, movie for 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 each episode Um, with me is the core of the Screeching Dog Network is Rachel hello and Alex Um, to today we are going to cover a movie called The King's Speech, which came out in 2010, directed by Tom Tom Hopper. This movie stars Colin Firth, um, Jeffy Rush, Jeffy Rush, and Helen Bonham Carter. Um, this was a very successful uh, movie, grossing over 14, I mean, 414 million dollars. And it and it won three Oscars uh, for best for best for best director, best screenplay, and best and best actor. Um, this movie is very personal for two of us because um, this is a true story about Prince George the Fifth who was the king of England at the time, and he was a stutterer. And Alex and I are both a stutterers. Um, this is the main reason why I decided to start this, 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 this network, is to show that anybody can do just about anything if, if they, uh, if they uh, choose if they choose to, um, all three of us have seen the a movie, um, and let's just, let's just get right to the to the uh, crux of it and start talking about the a movie. Um, before we get into that, why, why why don't Alex tell us how he feels about this movie? It's a really good movie. That's all that that you want to say? <laughs> um, no, I feel like, um, well, the whole Jeffrey Rush therapy scene helped me to learn to uh, control my stuttering. That's why I don't do it very often. Um, I can and, understand that. And Colin Firth was ridiculous. I mean, not ridiculous, but uh, awesome. Well, he was very believable as a, a stutterer. Um, now, Rachel, who does not stutter and who has spent the better part of the last few years being around people who do, why don't you uh, tell us how you feel about this movie? Um, it was it was very insightful into. Um what causes stuttering and, or maybe, maybe not what causes it, but I guess what happens that, that causes a person to stutter, you know, um, that you're not hearing yourself when you talk. 
or something. Right. But, you know, I consider myself to have a speech impediment anyway because I sound so Southern. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but, so, so having um, a redneck accent is a speech impediment, huh? Oh, it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible when, when oh, people so. say, oh, say that again or let me hear you talk. I want to crawl up under something. And yet every time I try to get somebody to teach me how to lose the accent, the only thing I get back is, oh, but that's what makes you who you are. And I'm like, fine, whatever. I'm already half a decade old. Might as well just go with it. But True. yeah, it's embarrassing at times. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> because just, just because of my accent. You know, I, you know, I can't imagine what it would be like to be teased all your life. You know, for not being able to form words like other people do, but right. I, you know, after being around you guys, um, I don't even, I rarely notice it. Very rarely. Right, and um, that's be you know, pe- family and people who shudder, they become desensitized to the fact that someone does. Right. Um. Now well, let's just go 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 ahead and dig into the. In, into the film i think that the opening scene is very poignant because it opens up with king george who is not king yet he is prince albert duke of york um when a prince becomes king he has to choose a name kind of like you know the uh, the uh, pope does um and he is preparing for his speech at wembley stadium it's it is it is 1925, and he has to give the closing speech for the British Empire ex- exhibition. And he is not only do- doing it in front of a stadium full of people, but also on radio that is being heard all over the world. Um, that was extremely yeah. difficult to watch. I just want you to know. And I, oh, you know, yes. From somebody who doesn't stutter, so I mean, I guess if you do stutter, it's even more difficult. But it, it's like it you was. become extremely aware of the more conscious you are, the more nervous you are that you're stuttering, and then the more awkward the the listener becomes, the more nervous the stutterer becomes, and the worse it gets. And I mean, you know, I remember having that feeling the first time I had a conversation with Mark. The first time I had a conversation with Mark and realized he stuttered when he started speaking. The first thing I did was got really, really, really self-conscious about myself to not make him feel uncomfortable or to hide my own awkwardness because right. I wanted to help him talk. And yet I knew at an instinctive level that you don't do that. And I'm, a lot of people don't get that. A lot of people just want to finish your sentences for you. And I've seen people do it, and I wince when it happens. And I'm just like, oh, God, stop doing that to him. Just let him friggin' talk. Just shut up. Right, because I, actually the worst thing that anybody can do to a stutter is to finish his sentence for them. Yes. Because yeah. that just frustrates the uh, the person, which makes things worse. Yeah, and, and, and spit it out wants me to punch a baby. Oh my God, I know, and I know, and 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 the thing is, it's when it's when it's happening, that's your instinct. That's what you naturally want to do. I mean, you're not going to be talking to anybody and want to finish your sentences for them. But there's this need to kind of like in the awkward moment, you know, and so, you know, we'll just like rush in and try to fix it and, you know, try to finish the sentence. But I kind of knew on, on an instinctive level that what I needed to do was like take a deep breath, not get nervous for you because I'm a very compassionate person. So when the stuttering began, the first thing I wanted to do was go, oh, my God, oh, my God, it's okay. Don't, you don't have to worry about it. It's okay. It's okay. And. But the best thing for me today was just sit back, chill, and let you talk. But this crowd, man. Yes, I think that. <laughs> he's sitting up there talking, and everybody's squirming in their seats, and they're embarrassed for him. And you can and also he see feels the, that, and it's you can also awful. See the, uh, the actual terror <sighs> on his on his face, too. Yeah, you can see everybody yeah. else either terrified or pitying him. It was awful. It was oh god, it was awful. It was hard. I Very hard to watch. If I'd been watching it by myself, to be honest with you, I'd have fast-forwarded through it because it was that dis- difficult to watch. Yeah. Because my heart just broke for him. Well, I think that Colin, that Colin Firth, who plays Prince Albert, did a fantastic job. Um, not only re- representing the actual speech impediment, but also the... You can see on his face the feelings that a stutterer has when he has to stand in front of a group of people 
and actually talk, where he was very un, uncomfortable, nervous, and at one point you actually see fear on his face. Yes. Um, which is a... I think it was way more than just one point. I mean, he he looked freaking terrified. Yes, and I could which, feel it. I, I mean, I, it was... Oh. Yeah, because when he started to read the speech, it was just... He is... You know, it, his stuttering was so bad because of how he felt. He was so, you know, it, it was the pressure, you know, the fear. It was all the people staring at him that his stuttering was just horrible. And he actually did not finish the speech. He just stopped and walked and, you know, uh, walked off. Um, I remember something similar happening to me like that when I was a child. I was doing a piano recital and I got hung up on one part in the in the music and screwed up and I just got up and walked away. <laughs> I was nine years old and I went, you know what? I'm not doing this. Forget it. Forget you I, This is too terrifying. There's too much pressure. I'm I'm gone. I'm out of here. And I so, sat in the back of the room until everybody else finished. I mean so, in the back, like behind closed doors until everybody else finished and they went home and then I came out. It was just too much. I just couldn't do it. So Alex, um have you ever can you relate to that scene? Well, I've never well, I've never spoken in front of a loud audience like that. But I but I do remember back in back when I was in fifth and sixth grade at Ivy when it, whenever we did uh, talent shows, I would always have a comedy performance. And uh, like a good bit of the entire school were there and I was nervous at first. Because yes. half of the people there didn't know who I was and didn't know that I stuttered. Right. In fact, in fact I, th- I think I was like I was like the only person in Ivy that stuttered. So I was nervous, but it got fun after they started laughing. Oh, when they were laughing at your jokes, not laughing at at you. Yes, my jokes. Okay. Um. Well, see, just the fact that you're sitting here doing this podcast is a, a testament to who you are. So that's why I began my um, my um, YouTube channel, which which I have. Check it out if you want to, people. Shameless. There's a shameless. It's well, a, he a needs to tell plug. everybody where it is. You know, yes. what's the name of the YouTube channel, baby? So they can find it. It's on it. YouTube. That's where it is. <laughs> but what is the name of the cha- channel? Alex Good. That is my name. Okay, G O O D. I I couldn't think of a good name, so I just stuck with mine. Well, if sure. anybody Simple. wants to see, if anybody wants to see his videos, just go to YouTube and do a search for Alex Good, G O O D E, and you'll find all kind of videos of games and him just talking and all kind of groovy stuff. Um. Later on, as we go on in the in the movie, you know the Duke, who pretty much has given up all hope of a cure for stuttering, which in reality there is no cure. Um, but his and why wife, is it that we feel the need to fix something that's different? Yes, I I was just I just um, you I just know just I mean what the crap is that. that with that? Just because it's different doesn't mean it's defective. Exactly. Yeah. You know um, why why do we feel the need to just fix everything? I don't know. I'm sorry. America. I'm getting my soapbox now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hey, soapbox is good. Um, but his wife persuades him to see this person named Lionel Logue, who is played by Alex. Jeffrey Rush. Right. I love and him. He is an Australian speech therapist who just happens to be living in London. And Albert goes to go see him. And in their, in their first session, Logue pretty much disregards royal etiquette by referring to him as Bertie, which is a name that is only used by his by his family. Why is um, he called that? Yeah, that's like an insult. It's short right for Albert. Bert? Bertie? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's what it is. It's oh, Bertie. Yeah, okay. Albert. You know, I didn't know Al that. would have been a little more kind or even Bert, but Bertie? Okay. But, you know, that was the day. That's like a pet name, isn't it? It's Bertie. It's like a nickname. Um, and this pretty much 
pisses off the uh, the uh, Duke who was you know threatening to leave, and Logue you know the you know bets a shilling, which is I'd say like a dollar or something. I have no idea that the Duke can recite Hamlet's to be or not to be speech without any trouble while listening to the song The Marriage of a Figaro on on headphones. Wide and, open, I might add. Yes, Very, very loud volume, so he cannot hear himself speaking. Exactly. Which Logue re- records on a record. Um, so you see him going through the speech, but you don't actually hear him talking. You, you just hear the song in the a movie. And when, and when he is done, he just... You know, he is convinced that he has just bombed it. Yes. And well, he... his frustration with the whole situation and the hopelessness that he felt comes through loud and clear with his anger and frustration. Oh, yes. Yeah. He felt and, very hopeless. He did. And so what he does, he, you know, Logue offers him the recording. He takes it and then he just storms out. I'm out. Um, <laughs> with... with Without listening to the recording, okay, and so what he does then is that he goes home and um, time passes. Christmas comes up. This is several years later, and um, his father, King George, is making a live radio a address, and he does it flawlessly. And afterwards, he has his son sit down and. Tells him that he needs to get over his stuttering and learn how to speak on the radio. And he has him read the same speech to him while sitting in front of of the mic, even though it's turned off. And he is yelling at him to stop stuttering as he is reading this speech. It's very, uh, very bad that he did that. Yeah, I I found this hard very hard to watch too. It was offensive too. I mean, yes. even though the dude who played him played Dumbledore in Harry Potter's three through seven, I wanted to murder him. Yeah, that was uh, that was someone who was pretty uneducated too. Well, I mean, he just he just illustrated people's ignorance. Yes, and that was yes, that's a perfect rendition of how people sometimes react to it um later on the duke who is drinking decides to go ahead and play the recording that Logue gave him and sub and surprisingly he hears him reciting the entire shakespeare speech without a single stutter how like Um, amazing is that plot twist (laughs) well it's like it's like the realization (coughs) hits him like between the eyes, and, and I, you know, I, I skipped over this when he was when um, this Logue, you know, refers to the prince as Birdie. I think what he was trying to say to him was, "Quit taking yourself so damn seriously." Yes. You yeah. know, um, loosen up, lighten up a little bit; it'll help. Mm-hmm. And and then when he hears himself reciting Shakespeare without a single stammer, because he can't hear himself when he's reciting it. Right, because it's, he is not focused on his speech. Yeah, you can just watch. You can just see the hope rush over him. Yes. You know, it was so poignant. It was beautiful. Yes, yes, it was. Um. The uh, the Duke and his wife decide to go back to Logan, and he wants to receive a therapy, but he only wants to do physical exercises. Logue wants to do psychological um, therapy too by finding the root of the stutter because Logue thinks that most stutterers have a psychological reason why they stutter. You know, later on with science and medical science, we learned that, you know, there are a, that there is a significant population of stutterers that actually have a physical reason why but there is but you a know the psychological part of it it affects it just like you were talking about when you get nervous or when you get stressed yes, absolutely you know or when that when you feel the energy of the other people feeling very awkward and weird 
yes. you know, that it absolutely affects it. I've seen it happen with you. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and that's when I noticed <clears throat> that you're stuttering is when you are in a, a place psychologically. And it may just be that you're excited about something. But it also could be that you're nervous or that you feel put on the spot. Or angry. Um, but, or angry. Yes, maybe he does do it when he's angry. I don't see him angry often. But, yeah, maybe you're right there, Alex. Alex, now you have a tendency, the more angry you are, the harder yes. it is for you to say something. And so that's a, that's the cycle. And, and truly, Alex, if this makes you feel any better, if we're angry, anybody is angry, it's hard for us to express what we're truly feeling because the anger just kind of washes over you and just takes over everything else. So in that respect, you're not that different from the rest of us. It's oh, just more obvious. It's just more obvious with you if you're stuttering really bad. And I've seen it happen with you, like, you know, so there's definitely a psychological component to it. And you can see that in his frustration, you know, but that's not the end all be all, <clears throat> you know, with the whole stuttering thing. I don't think. Right. Right. Well, Am I right? Well, right. Okay. Yes. Um, in this scene, you see him going through, you know, breathing tag techniques and where they're exercising his, his, a diaphragm. And at and at one point you see Loeb um, piss off Albert so much that he goes into a vulgar tirade where he lets loose of this long line of swear words and surprisingly he does not stutter one bit. I've never heard Colin Firth curse, let alone that much. Well, actually, in you know, in an interview, he says that he hates to use swear words, but in this scene, he thought that it was appropriate because, in reality, most stutterers do not do not stutter when they swear. I don't understand that. Like, why that works like that? It's psychological. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's one, of those, one of those things about the human brain that we just don't, you know, we may never know. And if we don't, that's okay. It is what it is. Yes. But yeah, he had the transition word fuck, which at one point in my life was the most offensive word anybody could say in my presence. If it was used, I would cringe until I met Mark and I got over it really quick. Yes, because, <laughs> you know, every stutterer, they have a word that they use to transition in the middle of a sentence from one word to the next when they feel like that they are about to let loose a stammer or a stutter or a or a pause, um, in my word, it happens to be the word fuck. But oh. you don't say it out loud just because that's what you're, you know, if we're, if we're doing a business presentation, for example, you don't use the word. You may be thinking it, though. Just well, thinking I'll it, say it, I'll say it under my breath. Yeah, say, well, nobody hears you. I mean, right. so that must help, just thinking it. Maybe making the motions with your mouth, but no sound coming out. Because I've never heard you use the word in a business presentation. Right. Um, and yeah, Alex is right. too young to use that word, so, you know. <laughs> but anyway. It's just um, a word, people. It's a word. It's, it's all a it word. is. It's a well, word. It, it, it was a word. Society have assigned meaning to it, yeah. It just happens to be a bad word. <laughs> well, it was during this these sessions that uh, Loeb and Albert become very, very close friends. Um, later on that year, George, King George dies, and Albert's brother David becomes king, and he takes the name King e e Edward VIII, which causes a problem because he is determined to marry a Miss, Mrs. Wallace Simpson, who is an American divorcee who is still legally married to her second hu husband um which no the the king cannot marry a woman who is already divorced because then he has to you know at, you know at, advocate the uh, the uh, throne which in the last 20 years we have seen also with um you no know, Diane when in, Wait, what was her hu husband's name? Prince? Prince... Michelangelo. 
Princess Di's husband, Rachel? What, Princess Di? As in Princess Diana? Yes. My Charles? Yes, Prince Charles, Charles. who who divorced Princess Di, which means that he can no longer become king. So if uh, King Edward... Some man just got it that bad. Yeah. So if I've King, yet to meet one that's that bad, but some men have got it that bad, apparently. So if King Edward were to marry this woman, then he would have to step down as king, which then, which means that Albert would have to become, you know, take his, would have to take take his take his place. Um, Albert points out to Edward that he is the head of the Church of England and cannot marry this woman. Um, and Edward gets pissed off because he thinks that Albert wants to be king, which Albert does not want to be king. I wouldn't either. Hell no. Um, in his next session, Albert expresses frustration that while his speech is improving, he still stutters when he's talking to his own a brother and reveals the fact that his brother wants to marry this woman. Then Logue you know, takes a little bit too far their friendship and suggests that Albert would be a better king in his brother, which then pisses off Albert and says that he is, you know, speaking treasonous and he just walks off from from Logue. It's a compliment though. Why does he get so ticked off? Because he because he does not want to be king, because then he would be front and center. I mean, the whole world would be watching you. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, so King Edward goes ahead and marries Mrs. Simpson, which means that he relinquishes his crown, and then Prince Albert becomes King George the Sixth. Um. And the new king and queen visit Logue at his home to apologize. And Miss Logue, Miss Logue finds out that that her husband's patient is actually the the freaking king, which is a very shocking moment to her. And I love this scene because she was like, "What?" She's <laughs> like, "Wait, what?" What do you think, Ra- Rachel? I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. Um, uh, during pre- preparations for his coronation at Westminster Abbey, which all that he has to do is just say two or three lines, but in front of everybody, and it's going to be re for everybody to see. Um... He's pretty much terrified and knows that he's gonna, you know, do, do, do awful at, at, at it. And um, it turns out that Logue has no formal qualifications to be a speech uh, a therapist. Um, Logue a- explains that he was asked to help shell shock shell shocked Australian so- soldiers. Returning from the first world world war, okay, um, and during this ex- explanation, he does admit that he has no formal training, he has no um, degree or or certificate to uh, practice. He just has real life experience teaching, um, helping Australian soldiers who developed a stutter because of war to learn how to, to speak more of no affluently. And the king who is surrounded by his entourage, the the, the entourage pr- pr- pretty much tries to get Logue to leave because he's full of crap and blah, blah, blah. Logue decides to sit in the, you know, the throne and make fun of the entire process, which pisses off the king, who 
gets angry and lets out this sudden burst of expletives, swear words, and he is surprised by the fact that he does not stutter yet a again. And he realizes what Logue is trying to do. He's trying he's trying to help him. So he helps him through that entire, you know, coronation. Um, that's, that's a very good scene because it just shows, you no know, Logue who actually just does this because he cares. No, it's not a way for him to make money. Um, it's you know, he spent years helping us soldiers, and he just wants to help. What do you think, boy? I think it's apart from being a good way to make money, it's a good way to help people. Well, the thing is that you can see that his his confidence and his um, his calm rubs off on him. Yes. You know, it it gives him more confidence in himself. You know, it's just it's just like a, a calming effect on him. Yes. Um, finally, to to me is the best part of the entire film because it's not hard to watch. It's actually very uplifting. Is the what is the title of the movie? The actual King speech. King's you know, speech, yeah. Um, Britain has declared war on, on Nazi Germany. It is 1939, and Logue is summoned to Buckingham Palace to prepare for the upcoming radio address that the king will give to millions of listeners all over all over the world. Um, and he just calmly walks in and starts to prepare the king. And I think that... Um, this speech with him, you know, the entire speech takes place in this one room with just him and Logue, and Logue just makes the best line of the entire movie. He just tells him to just tell it, to just tell it to a me. Tell it to me as a friend, which then just relaxes the king. He's like, okay, it, it, it is just us. I got this. <laughs> yes. And this is the one time in the entire movie where you see all of the therapy that he's been going through on how to control his speech is actually used. Um, like he has a transition word, which is the letter A. Um and you use that a lot too, Mark. I've noticed. Yes. And because... I, I really didn't notice. I mean, I kind of noticed, but I didn't really notice until after I watched the King speech. That when you do, like, I can see it's like it's a. It's, I mean, it's a transition sound. Yes. It just jump starts you from one thought to, to get the next word out. Sometimes. Well, and it's like awesome how it works. It's just really awesome. Especially with the P word. Yes. Yeah. Alex, as well as anybody else, will know that there are certain words that had that you know, words that begin with certain letters are very difficult for a stutterer to a uh, to a uh, say. Like any word beginning with the letter P. The P R T S. Um, and what we do is that we use a letter A and we put that in front of that word. So instead of saying poetry, we go a poetry. Yes. And but it's, not every time you say it, because the first time you right. said it, you didn't. Yeah. Right. It just depends on. It just depends on whether or not it. it whatever it is is hung up at that moment. I don't right. know what causes it. You know the specific thing, but. Just you know, sometimes you get hung up on it, sometimes you don't. Just well, I don't know. It depends on a lot of things. Well, why don't we ask Alex? You know, what do you actually feel when you are about to stutter? Um. Well, most times, well, I feel like uh, I can't really explain it. Well, do you some... feel like stuck at a word, like you're hung up? Yes. That's exactly what it is. Like, I get hung up. Like, like I 
My mouth opens, but nothing comes out for like three seconds. Yeah. But you're but you think it in your mind. Yeah. Right. I know what I'm trying to say. I just can't say it. But it just it's just not you're just like the words are not cooperating. Yes, it's not doing. Yeah. It's like that it won't do. It won't do. <laughs> <laughs> well, but when you press them to make to make this thing do. No, no, make that thing do. <laughs> um, but what is so great about this speech is that it is you know you have the music in the background as he is speaking, and you have scenes of everybody just listening, and you have his ooh, brother ooh, and you ooh. have his a mother who are just shocked by the fact that he is actually pulling this off. And I'm doing a huge note right, right now because I'm so interrupting a stutterer, and Mark has told me so many times, don't do that. It takes me too long to get out what I'm going to say. Stop interrupting me. But yeah. I have to interrupt you because I'm, I'm like, I, what I didn't know about the speech was, was the music really loud for him, or was that just background as in is normal for, for movies, or do you know? Uh, that was just a background for the movie, because the okay. actual speech, okay. there was no background music. Well, it was just know, a I, dramatic effect. Well, that's true. I was just kind of wondering if maybe he could have just heard it himself, but I guess the mics they had back in the day, they couldn't necessarily have done that. He would have had been well, wearing headphones. But This is what I think, and Alex may may agree or 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 disagree i think that the makers of the movie added that added that music because if you notice the speech and how he performed it kind of flowed w with the music like there was a like there was a like an internal beat yeah. yes it's just like when you sing mark you don't stutter when you sing no stutter or stutters oh, when they sing no, you know, that's it's true like a, because it's, it's just, like there's this rhythm or something going, and it's well, just. Or um, and plus, it's it's memorized words too, right? Well, not well that, and it's also just a long singing is nothing but long sustained speech. Right. And it just slows down your speech. And yeah, there's a, and the music can create an emotion and a and a sensation and a, which again can affect how well you speak, right? Right. Right. Now, Alex, did did you feel like that there was this flow to his speech that flowed with the music? That it was very appropriate. Is like it kind of helped explain or show um, not only visually, but you know, um, through this song, how the how these tricks and these little Things that he used helped f flow the speech. If I can, if that makes any sense. I don't know why, but I thought it was a callback to the Hamlet scene. Oh, so you think that they oh, were just? Oh, very good. Yeah. Very good because there is a rhythm. I did to not Shakespeare. think about that. There is a rhythm to it. Yes. There is a rhythm to poetry. So you think that they were just going? You know, this is. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Um, so, and throughout the entire speech, about halfway through the speech, you see um, Lowe just stop helping him, you know, because up until then, he was, you know, mouthing, you know, like he gets to one point and he, and he gets kind of stuck and you see Lowe mouth the words, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Which then helps him continue. Um, and you see him, you know, use his hands to go up and down, just to flow the speech. And then at one point, the king gets on such a, a rhythm that he just stops you know, helping and just closes his eyes and just listens to him talk. Has Chevy Rush ever actually said the F word? Has who? Jeffrey Rush, the guy who played him. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I've seen him in an enemy called Shine, where every other word was that word. Oh. Um. But I think that that there was just a you know a very poignant part of the speech where he just he just stops and the king is able to do it on no he take he took all that he was learning and just did it on his own. What do you think, boy? I think it was a 
a really amazing scene. It was very uplifting too. Yes. Um, then you see him, you know, the speech is over. Um, he gets his coat, puts it on, and walks out, and you see everybody applauding, and it's like, wow, he he actually no did it because they were expecting him to just butcher this speech, and they were you no, know, and they were pleasantly surprised, and. You know, at the end, you you, you see this uh, you, you see this line where it says that, you know, Logue was always present at King George's speeches during the war, and that they remained friends for the rest of their lives. And um, you know, it was a very special moment, right, right, right there. Oh yeah, there's so. no doubt that there's a a um, testament to their friendship. Which you know the, the in level of intimacy that and trust that was built during the whole process. Yeah, it's it was it was a beautiful thing to watch, and I, you know, I, but I do want to know what what the rest of us can do, people who don't stutter, um, can do to um, not offend someone who does. Or to be more comfortable with the situation ourselves, which in turn makes you more comfortable. You know, when we meet somebody for the first time, tell us, what, what can we do there? Well, why don't you tackle that one, Alex? Well, what are the th um, um, I've noticed that people like to interrupt the, the people that stutter, so a big thing they can do is not do that just stay quiet and let, and, and let that person finish what they were trying to say yes like we know what we're trying to say you don't gotta chime in i think that the biggest thing and alex has already said this is to is when someone tells you to slow down yes like they know Right. What's causing you to stutter? Oh, oh, you're just too excited, and you're just talking too fast, and that's what the problem is. And it's okay, hon. You just slow down and take your time. Make sure we'll smack somebody, don't it? Because it's when like so condescending. Well, how does that make you feel when someone says that, Alex? When, whenever people tell me to spit it out, I want to punch a baby right in its face. Alex, I'm going to tell you right now. Anybody that, that looks at or is talking to me right now, here today, yesterday, tomorrow, and says to me, just calm down or just slow down or just spit it out, I want to pop them in the face. That's just rude by anybody's standards. Yeah, that is, that is when you can call them a jerk, kick them in the nuts, and walk away. <laughs> Don't you think it's better, though, if you just... Turn around and say, hey, look, you know, that was very rude what you did. I don't appreciate it, and here's why. That was bad. Okay. But, well, you know, y'all were, yeah, that was bad. Okay. I think but, you know, the thing is, it's like, I'm sorry, and I did it again. If you were to make a list of things that you can do to help a server out, the biggest thing, the number one thing on the list is to just be patient. Yes. Let the guy but when you also say, I'm sorry, I did it again. I, but I do that with everybody. It's not just somebody stutters. I interrupt, period. I have a problem with it. But right. I don't want to forget this, guys. And it's not just about being patient, but it's about being a better listener, period. And we all can learn from that. Yes. Don't you think? Yes. And, and you know, just being considerate of the other person and, and not being condescending. Well, most people... Alex, Pardon. your mic is making some kind of noise, baby. You gotta be still, child. Sorry. <laughs> Most people okay. are not really condescending. It just they just don't understand. Right. Uh, it just feels condescending. It's like if, right. if somebody else said that to them, they would they would feel like somebody was being condescending towards them. They're not thinking. I mean, right. just don't think. And and I think we would think better if we would just stop and listen. Um, but I think that Alex has hit it right on the head. It's just <clears throat> think before you say something because all that you're going to do is just frustrate the the a stutterer and once that stutterer gets frustrated he's going to stutter more and then 
Exactly. The entire situation will be even more awkward. Exactly. How about this? I got one. How about you maintain eye contact? That's very important. Yeah, you do not start yes. staring at their mouth. Or looking at the ground. Yes. Or looking at the way. You know, and the whole thing is just re, is just you engage them. You don't have to. Most people, whenever they start talking to someone who stammers or have any, or has a lisp or any kind of speech impediment, they it's the person that is listening that makes the entire moment awkward and uncomfortable. I wonder how Mike Tyson feels. Well, see, he is punch him in the face, you know, yeah. know not knock him out. So. Shit, then, he'd bite their damn ears off. Yeah. You ain't fucking button. listening to me, buddy. I'll take your ears. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just the whole thing is just, you know, just relax. Let the moment flow naturally. And just listen. Hey, hey, Mark, I just thought about something else. One more thing before we go. Would you lay us just like right off the top of your head the, a, a few people that you can think of who are major stars that are also major stutterers? And we don't know this. Or Alex, somebody. Y'all go. go. Well, Alex, go. his favorite movie character of all time is actually a stutterer. Bruce, Bruce Willis. Well, he's a stutterer, yes. Um, but I'm thinking of the man behind the voice of Darth Vader. James Earl Jones. Yes, he's the most famous voice in the world. No fact. Yep, and he is a stutterer. Um, James, um, Mr. Stossel. I never knew that until I met you. It's Marilyn so Man. awesome. It's just Marilyn so awesome. Monroe stuttered. Yes. Moses from the Bible stuttered. Yes. Um, the guy... You know, you know him, the guy who part of the Red Seas and built the Ark. No, well, Moses. Moses didn't build the Ark. That's no, Noah, I know. baby. <laughs> I know, that was a joke. Okay. Um, but that is a common joke, isn't it? John, yeah. the, the news anchor, John Stossel, is a, a, no, a, 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 no, stutterer. Who's that? John Stossel. That may he help. is a news anchor. Yeah, a very good one. He's one of those one of those guys that goes out there and, and like exposes scams and stuff. He's great. And he has a great seventies porn stash too. Like one. <laughs> um, so. Let me think. I'll top my head. Uh, do you know any more, Alex? I'm gonna Google it really fast. Okay. Yeah, I would encourage our listeners. While to you because... while you do that, I'm gonna do some pimping of the network. Um, you know, you can find, you can find this show on Twitter, uh, on Twitter, on iTunes, on Windows Phone, Windows Store, on Stitcher. If you're on, if you have an Android phone and if you have a, you can find any kind of free, uh, free, uh, podcasting app. You can just do do a search for Screeching Dog or Movie Essential, and you can find this show. Um, please leave us feedback and rate us on iTunes because that helps us make the show better so that we'll know what you guys want to hear. Um, and if you want to help us out financially, we are a part of this great crowdfunding platform called uh, Patreon which you can find at patreon.com and what this is is that it allows you to donate a buck five bucks whatever to you know a, a month to help us with the show because bandwidth costs money and we have certain goals that we want to meet that will help us make the show better. Like, we need to buy mics, obviously. And, you know, contributing to us on Patreon will help us get to that goal of buying mics. Um, and if you don't... When we get our Patreon site set up, Mark... Well, it is, me for it, is, it is up now. 
Okay. Um, you, you so they go, need to search for like Screeching Dog or what? Well, the, they just go to screechingdog.com and go to the link in the menu that says support us, and they'll find a link to our a Patreon page. That's excellent. A good name, excellent. By the way. That's and, a name. Yeah. And what that does is that if, you know, we have three awards for if you donate a certain amount, like if you donate a hundred bucks a month, which is a lot of money, but what that does, it gives you a perk. And that perk is that once a month on any show that you want, you can be, you can actually take part in the actual podcast because you are a sponsor of that show. Um, and we have various, I know, levels of perks. D, D, D opinion. You do not have to, to a donate, you know. But we just ask for a little bit of, you know, help. But this, this, this show and every show on the Switching Dog Network will always be free. We will always do this because we love to uh, do it. Um. But a little something, something, something would be, you know, helpful. <laughs> um, is that all the pimping that we're going to do, or is there anything else? I found some famous people that I actually know of that do stutter. Okay, why don't you read them off to us? Okay, you're not going to believe this. Shaq. Yeah, I, yeah. Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal. I can see that. Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. Yes. Joe Biden, the vice president. Really? That that other guy. <coughs> uh, I don't think with people that. Does that Wayne Brady? Wayne Brady, the guy from um, what's that show? That improv show. Uh, no idea. With Drew Carey. Uh, who's that? Whose line? Yeah, whose line is it anyway? Yes. That's okay. a good show. What else do we got? Uh, well, apparently, also, King George V. Well, that's what the King's speech was about. What about King George V? That was... I mean, the, the uh, sixth. Yeah. Prince... Okay, so Prince Albert's on there, and so is King George. I don't know why. They're both on there. They're the same person. Yeah. StutteringHelp.org. Get your vac straight. What um, else? We already know about Moses. Trying to find some other people that you actually might know of. Well, basically, it's more it's more people than we thought. Bob Sanders... Ah, some other, some other people who do podcasts as well are on here. Really? Yeah, John Stossel. There was some other person on here too. Well, that's awesome. Where is this person? Come on, I, I've Imagine seen that. Someone Where? who does podcasts and they stutter. How about that? They're yep. not the only ones. <laughs> Mel Tillis. John. Mel Till is the most famous stutterer of them all, but yes. he made but he made a fortune off of his stutter. So because he was John. so funny, at, but yeah. but when he sang, he had a beautiful country music voice. Yes, stuttering. John Melendez. Yeah, you're having a hard time pronouncing these names, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> but well, I think that that's probably going to be about it for this show. Um. Uh. Tune back in for us next week because we're going to review the movie Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, good lord. Am I going to be there? Oh, I can't there? wait. That's going to be fun. Well, if you are around, then you can be a, a part of it. How does that sound? Like, what day are you going to do it? What day? Um, well, we're going to have to get the, the schedule set, which... You can find our schedule for the release of other shows at um, on the website screechingdog.com. Um, but I believe that it's going to be on Thursday. 
Um, let me check. It, it is like... be... uh, Maybe I have the sheet here. Movie Central comes out on Thursday. So every Thursday we will release a, a new show. Um, so yeah, ne next week will be Rocky Horror Picture Pit, Pit, Show, which is wow. Rachel's, you know, I believe that that would be called her most favorite interesting movie. And we'll go into the reason why next week, you know. How does that sound, guys? That sounds good. But, oh, I yeah. think it sounds awesome. I can't wait to tell everybody about why I was... 46 years old before I'd ever seen Rocky Horror Pictures Show for the first time. <gasps> Gasp. Samuel and L. Jackson. Why stutters. it's so awesome. Samuel L. Jackson stutters, huh? Yes. Samuel yeah, you L. should Jackson. look it up, guys. I mean, really, it's amazing how many people stutter that have made it really, really big in Hollywood. Samuel L. Freaking well Jackson. And, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, this is this will be it for the second episode of Movie Central. Um, join us next week, and we will have some more fun so say bye bye everybody bye, -bye, bye guys everybody. bye y'all bye y'all